3: It's football ramble time, everybody. My name is Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's with me. Hello, Luke Moore's here. All right, and you're here, the listeners. God bless you all. Let's get on with it. It is the Football Ramble, everybody. We've made it once again. We're in each other's arms. <laughs> My goodness, it's uh, it's good to have you. Good to have you all, Jim and Luke. It's good to be here. Yeah, mm. I've certainly got all radio. Yeah, you have a bit. <laughs> the time is... Uh... <laughs> uh, but how about this? Robert Downey Jr. is apparently providing the voice of Mark Zuckerberg's
4: personal voice assistant. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It's a good choice. Mm, isn't yeah. it? It's a very good choice. But if, you, if you were thinking of... Because essentially, Mark Zuckerberg, what he's doing there is he, he's getting a cool voice for his personal voice system, but at the same time he's saying to the rest of the world, I can do whatever I want. Mm. My yeah. Jarvis
2: is Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. amazing. But I'm
4: trying to think, it's hard to think of someone in Hollywood or even in the world of mm. music or whatever who would be better than that. It'd be quite nice to have a bit of Keith Richards in there, wouldn't
2: it? Sometimes. Sometimes Keith Richards, yeah, <laughs> coming, out, coming out your mobile, yeah, just <laughs> a bit so or Morgan Go out, Freeman. out and have a drink, yeah. Morgan Freeman, would be brilliant. want a bit of wisdom all the time?
4: I think I'd like different ones for different sort of situations.
3: But this is not Siri, is it? It's, it's something a little bit different. So Morgan Freeman, though, if he was Siri, that would be really good because you'd ask him a question and he wouldn't go, "Well, I found this on this." He'd give you the
4: answer. Yeah, I, pre- mm. I, presu- I presume it's something along the lines of like Amazon Alexa, where you can talk to the and it. And it talks back to you right, or whatever. Okay. I, I, I don't really know. But the, the point is, he's, he's got Danny Jr. and that's a superb choice. <laughs> I don't know how much he paid him. It wasn't in the article that I saw, but it mm. was funny anyway.
2: Well, if you could choose someone from football to voice yours, who would you choose, Jim? I would... Uh, it's quite a, quite a new one, screaming into... Uh, into the charts of good football voices, mm. uh, I would go for Young Hector Bayerine. because Ooh. he's got that adorable like Spanish Cockney mix that I've never <laughs> heard on anyone else because he's been in London for for a long time now. But um, I think you get the you'd get the kind of um, kind of Latin cool sound of the Spanish accent, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also the sort of you know the Cockney wisdom of, of the Cockney yeah. accent. So yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. you know if I'm asking for advice from him, which I would probably do from an assistant be honest um then, then i'd like that do you it, think as,
3: as well he's obviously a quick player do you think like the res- the response
2: would be even oh, yeah, more rapid? absolutely rapid yeah. like he'd be answering before i'd finish the question <laughs>
4: <laughs> overlapping you yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd finish your questions for you then answer it he That's right.
2: he's also um he looks a bit like um adam driver doesn't he from star wars he's going that way yeah, he's he going that way, that way yeah
4: <laughs> Which, i mean it's not really a feature for a, a, a voice assistant but i, I do well, tell point
2: no but I, we'd have little chats about it
4: maybe if he's when they develop the, the assistants the Voice assistance, they can pop up on the screen of whatever device you're using and, like, and talk to you like uh, in James Bond or whatever, where they're on the little video screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, then then, it'd be great that you'd little Adam driver. Well, like, that would oh. be very good. Luke, who are you going um, for? I went around the houses a bit with this one. I thought, oh, uh, you know. If I if, if I if I'm getting a voice assistant to sort of get me out of bed and trying to get me motivated for mm. the day, I probably wouldn't choose this guy. But then, having said that, I saw that it was in an altercation this week with some official from Odense. Oh yeah, um, and so I'm going for Craigie Brown. Yeah, nice. Because his voice is so smooth. Very well, soothing. that was that was a
3: few years ago. That oh, one. was
4: it? Okay, yeah. I only saw the story this week. I think week. it was about
3: six years ago. Because right. he's not still managing, is he?
4: No, no, but I, no, he just I, I didn't he still really, abused people. I suppose I, he might have been over there as part of a UEFA delegation and just uh, <laughs> now you're talking throwing throwing his uh, right hand. Get around. involved in the tear-up. But he'd be good, because he, he, he imagine him listing what you could have for breakfast.
2: He'd list everything. He would list all the yeah. choices.
4: Yeah. <laughs> make, he'd make you think anything was possible. Actually, wouldn't,
2: wouldn't that be a bad thing for an assistant, though, if it just gave you painstakingly, gave you every oh, yeah. option?
4: I imagine after two weeks, I'd be going, Craig, oh. Craig, Craig, cut to the chase, mate. Paint yourself yeah. back to Morgan yeah. Freeman. That's right,
3: yeah. yeah. You said, Craig, uh, sing us a song. Not those songs! <laughs> yeah. People in Scotland know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> I would I would go for Barry Davis. Fair. Standard. yeah. Hang on, standard, right? That's standard. Why did you say st- you're cheaping that? Because, <laughs> that's a great. That's a great one. It would be great, and yeah. I
4: even say in our book, which is out on Thursday, mm-hmm. that I, if I could choose any commentator I talk about football in the media, mm-hmm. if I could talk about, if I could have any commentator to commentate on my life, yeah. I do choose Barry Davis. There we are. Um, so we're all agreed. I also, I also nip it in the bud when people are going to read that chapter about commentators and, and and essentially decide within themselves that Kenneth Austin is the greatest ever commentator. Incorrect, Barry Davis. Barry Davis. Yeah. <laughs> so, but as but you I, say, I, I, I didn't mean to cheapen it. What I meant to think, say. was was that I knew you'd choose that. Textbook is what you yeah, should have said. Yeah, textbook, yeah. fine
3: but, um, but as you say, if he's commentating on getting you up uh, out of bed in the morning, all you'd just hear is, mm. you'd wake up and all you'd hear is, away we go. be And if you've had a bad, if you had a really good day, then you had a bad day, you'd sit back down at night and, oh, what a
4: god the previous day. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, you like, like you say about your house or whatever, for the second time that week, you will not learn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: I, I did toy with the idea of having, if I really wanted someone to get me up and going and get me motivated and keep me on my toes, I did think about
2: Roy Keane. Yeah, that's a terrifying life. Load, you don't that. want to bring that in. You never know when your phone's going to start having a go at you. No. no one wants that.
4: It depends. I mean, if you, if you really if you've got to get up and attack the day, and you've got to make attack sure attack the day you don't um, you got to make sure you don't let anyone down. I mean, it might work for some people. The yeah, old carrot or stick. What if you
3: had anodized? The phone start trying to make deals with Do you. Your deal. Yeah, he'd yeah,
4: <laughs> you. done your new contract for your phone without you even knowing. <laughs> so I got your deal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's an idea yeah. um, I, I, I think I can be forgiven For giving myself the points so. Yeah, alright Fair enough Thank you very much Standard. <laughs> well, That's right Pete's not here to uh, to argue that No um, so. Although
4: he'll have something to say about it when he listens
3: No doubt yeah. No doubt uh, Let's move on to the Premier League, uh, Manchester City won, Everton won. What a great game. Mm. Two, tactical, uh, two tactical lovies, yeah. Guardiola and, and Koeman, of course. But Martin, Martin Stecklenberg, absolutely superhuman stuff.
4: Two pens, he it saved. Is, it was fantastic. And it made me realise, because I, possibly because I saw them both in the same situation for the first time, that Ronald Koeman looks like Kevin De Bruyne's dad. Yeah. yeah. And I, liked, I would have liked to have seen him giving him a ticking off. Like some mm. sort of altercation like a, a big Sam versus Chico Flores type altercation mm-hmm. it would have really looked like he was grounding him
3: yeah well when he missed the penalty De yeah. Bruyne missed one of the pens yeah. then, Would Koeman
2: would have said I'm disappointed but I'm glad you did it yeah. they, 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 really, <laughs> they really should have won that game obviously given that they've missed um, two, penalty, two penalties but you, you have to answer can they do it on a seasonally typical Saturday afternoon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had those it's questions so about Guardiola it's so funny the way it's
4: turned around because I remember saying on this show four weeks ago or whatever it was, they're walking this league. They're walking it, and all of a sudden, they results to later, home to Everton. Which you think? I mean, Everton obviously a good team, and they've started well under Koeman. You think they should be winning that game? Well, they've only it's... got
3: one point of the last two games, of i right in saying. And, 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 and of course.
4: And they go to the Newcastle this week in the Champions League as well. So that'd be a really interesting game. Mm. I thought, uh, I thought Lukaku's goal was superb. Oh, that that yeah.
3: flick from Balassi, mm. where, where he sort of backheeled it in mid-air, it
4: wasn't even the best backheel of the weekend but it was very good. at the minute. Oh, okay. It was, it was very good. But um, Lukaku, he made Gael Clichy, who's a very experienced top-level defender, mm-hmm. he brushed him aside like he wasn't there. I mean, it would have been better for, for Clichy's Sort of reputation, if indeed he wasn't there, mm-hmm. because, because he's,
3: yeah, <laughs> I got caught out up the field. It,
4: it was it was artful butchery, really. <laughs> it was it was a, 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 an iron fish in a velvet glove, and no, the finish is, oh, was yeah. just so compelling.
3: Lukaku's great at uh, at that when he really gets the bit between his teeth. Remember, the, mm. was it last season the FA Cup where yeah, I think he's he was got against got a Chelsea? Similar
2: goal, didn't he? We just just
3: battered it through, mm. and he, he he can be great at that. Which which I suppose is why it can be frustrating sometimes. But it, you know previously where he's gone little patches of the season not scoring well, and i know that, that look not everyone can
4: score no, but he's a he's a streaky player though and i think yeah. that might but i don't know maybe that's linked to confidence or as mm-hmm. he, he's still quite a young man so as he gets older and, and, and they've gone through a few different regimes at everton
3: as exactly well. yeah and absolutely. this i mean this one looks the best mm. of uh, of recent times i mean i know Moyes was there for, for a long time but but Koeman does look good and Cooman, like i said i'd fancy him to keep just going up in the game, oh, absolutely. He, and and uh, well, as I said before, I'd fancy maybe Arsenal next, and then and then Barcelona. Do you reckon matches.
4: he was saying to Guardiola, "I'll oh, put a word in"? Put a word in. Yeah. I
3: know. I think uh, I think he looked at Guardiola and went, "You don't need to put a word in."
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about? Um, but it was it was a great point for Everton. It made know. me wonder if Spurs were showing the blueprints to, to to be able to beat how to beat City. And I know Everton didn't win, but I mean the, the way that Spurs really crowded out, particularly Aguero in the game was, mm-hmm. when when yeah. when Spurs were able to beat them, well, Aguero just like he had no he had no time at all. I mean, despite Jagielka's best efforts,
2: yeah, yeah. it was it both penalties
4: from him, wasn't it? I think he gave both away. One oh, was a, yeah. one was a really shoddy trailing yeah. leg. It's
2: funny because they. They looked really defensively solid, yet gave away two penalties and weren't punished for it. Yeah, you know, that's that's been a real trait of them under Cooman, isn't it? They just look they look steady at the back compared to the you know the, the chaos theory of Martinez's tactics. Which, in that it, sense,
4: it does really just go to show how chaotic Martinez is. Because before yeah. him, it was Moyes, they were really solid on the Moyes, yeah. and now they're really solid against <laughs> straight away. Just not that so he didn't have the personnel; he didn't have the, didn't have the wherewithal about him.
3: I, I just imagine being a defender, especially a, a slightly older defender like Jagielka, coming up against the Guardiola side particularly, you know, this one, obviously, Barcelona back in the day, when you've got lots of very skillful, very quick players who are knocking it around, you know, a million miles an hour, it it must just be like defending the Alamo. And one tiny little uh, foot wrong then it's a penalty, or yeah. it's a goal. You know, it, the margins are so small. They definitely yeah. are. So they were so yeah. indebted to uh, Stecklenberg. I mean, it wasn't just the penalty saves. He made some fantastic he saves. Did. But it's one of those afternoons he will never, ever forget.
4: I mean, the concentration needed against a Guardia team if you're playing in defence
3: oh, so must be so high. But you'd be exhausted yeah, mentally, yeah, obviously
2: absolutely. physically, but you would just you would just mm. collapse in it in a sweaty heap. That's, that's what it takes, though, isn't it? And I guess, you know... The, Going back to what we were saying about how it looked like City would walk things, um, that is the standard in the Premier League. A lot of teams know it, some of them can do it. And this season, Everton looked like one of those sides. You know, you, you're never going to be able to just brush aside everyone in, in, yeah, well, in the League with this depth. I, can, I, the I quite
3: fancy Everton to take points off some of the bigger sides. I just yeah. think that it'll be games, you know, as I said before, at home to Crystal Palace. Or, uh, you know, those types of matches where Everton, I think, will drop
4: points. Are there only four points off the top of the table? No, I think they're having mm. a great
3: season. But mm. I think that's why, I mean, you know, Pete was very vocal a few weeks ago about uh, Everton not having a
2: title mm. challenge, which is fair enough. Mm. Does you know, Nalito look like a Spanish Joey Barton? He does, yeah. Slightly. I he does a bit, yeah. And a Spanish Pete Donaldson, weirdly. There was... A-
4: yeah, I'm not sure about that as much. But Pete, Pete but, kind
2: of looks like everyone, though, doesn't he?
4: Yeah, Pete's, Pete's face like a blank canvas. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of times that people will give him lookalikes on, on the internet, and yeah. they're all look, what, yeah, widely I, I different. Get,
3: I get loads of lookalikes as well. Paul Pesci Salido, well, and that's your particular favourite. one. Well, I get uh, loads of different ones. The
4: great thing about Paul Pesci is that we first started saying that in about the year two thousand and one. Yeah, he's not been in football for a while <laughs> in any sort of meaningful capacity, but it's still, it's still. When you
3: say we, it was you at university <laughs> and you. It's, it's the only place where I get that. I mean, fair enough. But as I say, it's it's all sorts of uh, all sorts of various things. But Do- um,
4: Donaldson is the blank canvas face among us. I suppose. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. He just looks like any sort of. You know, technically adept sort of London liberal man <laughs> slash futuristic techno gimp. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, the, but the thing, the, the irony being, about when 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 we get into the into the phase of life where um, computer generated people are knocking about artificial intelligence, you're going to look like all of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> how how far away do you think we are? Just a couple of years tops. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Ask Pete when he Three comes buttons. back. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> he have been there. He could be there by Spe- Speaking there of uh, lookalikes, obviously, Steckelberg looks a bit like Gerald Butler. Mm. Yeah. Which made it made it even better because you think of him in 300 and mm. Stecklenburg yeah. just not letting anyone yeah, in well, the goal. Yeah. <laughs> Do you
4: reckon was... it'd be nice if he grabbed one of the Man City striker and chucked him down a well? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it, when you said that the other day that Stecklenburg looks like Gerald Butler, mm. I actually remembered that this morning. I was looking on Google Images and I, I sort of convinced myself that I agree with you.
3: Yeah, it's, of, it's not a brilliant one, no. but it's not a bad one. No, no, I, I can see the resemblance. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, we're going to talk more about the Premier League after this.
4: Hi, I'm Jamaica Fo. This, 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 this is the football ramble. Hi, I'm Jamaica and this is the
3: football ramble. Elsewhere in the Prem, champions Leicester lost again. Mm. Very limp uh, performance from Leicester. Three 0 Chelsea, of course. It's like they made a deal with the devil
2: last season, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it and now they're just <laughs> back to normal.
4: Um, did you see that Leicester City were wearing black armbands hmm. because of the death of the King of Thailand? Is that right? Really? Yeah. Oh, was that what it was? Because wow. obviously they've got they've got Thai owners. Yeah. yeah. But is that not a little bit? I mean, obviously I've, I've no I've, I don't even have, a, I have no opinion at all on the on the King of Thailand. I think he was the longest serving monarch in the world. That's at right. That point yeah. yeah you know, fine. But I mean, is that is that going a bit far? Could, Should they just be strictly football related black <laughs> armbands in in the world of or football? or in the country you're in? I just think that you know if you've got to draw line somewhere. Oh, you, shut up. You've got, you got to draw the line somewhere, haven't you? Yeah. So, I mean, you don't really want to be doing black, arm, black arms for everything.
3: No, but what I'm saying is if, if um, Queen Elizabeth II died, yeah. you would imagine that, that or, or you, you know, it wouldn't be
4: surprising. I oh, see so you so it would be, like, be like days of mourning and that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. In, in this country, yeah. it would be quite strange but, if... But Chelsea, on the other hand, Chelsea were wearing black arms because of the death of, the sad death of William's mother. Oh, that's right, that's okay. a little bit more. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. I, obviously, I don't have a problem with any of it, really. But that's I, no, no. I know. No, no, I take of the problem with that. I take the point you're saying. It is.
3: It is yeah. It is a slightly strange,
4: on. And stuff. I, I also, I also, um, one of the things I've sort of noticed. It's not a new thing. One of the things I noticed in the, in the Leicester game is that they don't. Because when I first started seeing them this season, I thought, oh, because of these new tightened up, tightening up of the laws around like physical, aggressive defending, and stuff, especially in the yeah. penalty area, they don't seem to be able to defend anymore. Yeah. Um. Especially Huth and, and Morgan, but. Actually, none of the forward players seem to be defending either, yeah. and that was a real hallmark of Leicester last season.
2: Yeah, it's, it's that, that they've lost the energy, haven't they? They've lost the, the bustle that made them so hard to play against. And also, there's, a, you know, Diego Costa's goal. Where's Morgan? Just wasn't marking him. No, that's, he left that's him. not down to him. Like, you know, not not being able to get tight enough. It's just he, he's, you know, he wasn't concentrated. Is he that scared about giving a pen? Well, I'll just yeah. let him go.
3: Hope yes. he misses. Ho- yeah, <laughs> because, the, but as you said, look about those change of rules. We did wonder about those two in in
4: particular, affecting Stoke quite badly, is not it? it <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: well, yeah, but but it's not like they giving away penalties as a result or they're getting pulled up for it they've just gone the other way going oh we better we better lay
2: off them
4: i've read, read i'm pretty sure i read a baffling statistic yesterday as well i might have dreamt it it's been quite a busy weekend <laughs> <laughs> that, that maras hasn't completed a pass to vardy for over four games or something like that Why either they? It's, 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 the wheels i'm not saying the wheels have come off because obviously they've achieved a great rattling deal rattling around though aren't they? Yeah, it'd be churlish to sort of concentrate on that mm. given what they achieved last season but at the same time, it just feels like they've, they've they're just perfectly happy to revert to type now, and as long, as long as they stay up in the Premier League, they don't really care. They'll and, have a, they'll, they'll, they'll
3: they'll they'll uh, have a relegation survival, and they'll get like the Champions yeah. League final.
4: But do you think <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. they're <laughs> away <laughs> in Copenhagen this week? Well, Igmares I, I, was rested,
3: didn't wasn't he for yeah. the Champions League? And Ranieri, I think, is perhaps um, prioritising it. And, and actually, I, I just wonder that Leicester. I mean, realistically. If we can, you know, have some realism back in the Premier League after last season, I You know, it would be a tall order for them to go and win the Prem again, especially yeah. with all the sides having improved and. With They're eleven Guardi points over. on top
4: already. They're eleven yeah. points. Of so
3: it was always going to be. A, it was always going to be a big ask. And and what does Lester do? Okay, let's go for fourth, or let's go for third, which would be a fantastic achievement. But actually, maybe Ranieri thinks to himself, "Do you know what?" let's be realistic here for the, for the squad we've got and all the rest of it. If we just finish mid-table, okay, but he probably eyed up that Champions League group and thought, we can flip and we'll qualify out of that group. Oh, they yeah, should yeah. do. They should oh, yeah, win. And yeah, if yeah. they get out of that group, they can play like the Leicester of old, you know, slightly on the back foot, they'll be quite happy with that, like we keep saying that <laughs> against Manchester United, oh they're gonna yeah, that'll that'll play yeah. into their hands, of course it or didn't, not. and then Chelsea certainly didn't. Yeah. I just wonder if, if he really is prioritizing that, thinking, let's try and do something special in that because to try and do it on all fronts they're never gonna do it.
4: It was it was pain must have been painful for them to see how good Kante was as well.
2: Yeah. You mm. got a good reception
4: from the Leicester fans to I, be fair, but he, he was all over the place. He was absolutely superb. Mm.
2: I yeah. do wonder if part of it as well is is a, a huge psychological thing where you know, all, all three of us have, have all four of us, when Pete's here, have regularly said like, you know, they're probably not going to do anything near what they did last season. It was a great achievement, blah blah blah, all of that stuff. If we know that, they know that. That's the whole. That's the whole mental focus coming into this season, isn't it? It's just try and do as 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 well as you can because this is never going to happen again. So, if things do start going wrong, then psychologically, how do you react to that? You see a lot of teams. Big teams, Man City are a great example where a little slump starts to affect them psychologically. With Leicester, I mean, it's, that's huge, isn't it? That like mm. everyone's expecting them to, to to fall off a cliff. It's happening, and when that starts happening, like your your fear coming coming true, it's, it's so hard to a self-sort
4: of self-fulfilling prophecy really I
2: think it's all about the Champions League did,
4: that it? game did contain the best back heel of the weekend that chill of the
2: week back heel was unbelievable it was absolute class it was, like, what way to make an impact yeah amazing I absolutely loved it completely loved it yeah Park Ji-sung ex Manchester United
3: plays in Leicester at the moment studying at De Montfort University did Pete go
4: there? he did yeah yeah, okay. yeah, are you linking him back with a move.
3: Uh, well, he's about thirty-five, although he looks about twenty-five. Yeah. So maybe he's studying management law and humanities um, of sports yeah, as a master's. Imagine
2: that, it's Park G Sun in your class. Well, he's been
3: playing. <laughs> he's been playing a little bit of football for the university's sports management team. Has he?
2: Imagine, imagine that,
3: like.
4: Yeah.
2: It's a bit. You've got a. Ex,
4: you've got a Champions League He's only, only, <laughs> He's only playing for a departmental team. He should be playing for the main team, surely. D-
3: if you're in that department, <laughs> do you have a do you have a bigger team? A first? Team? Nah, nah, nah. Really this really is playing. the only team we got.
4: Stick it. This is the only game in town.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be sensational.
3: Yeah. I'll go up front. Feed me.
4: <laughs> you, <that's what laughs> that, the thing is, that's exactly what you would say. <laughs> why, why not? Yeah, I suppose not. Yeah. You know, he'd be doing everything at that level of football. He would do everything. He used to do everything when he was at United in those big games, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. That's right. He'd be the real utility man, run all day, run himself well, into he'd the be ground. Like three utility men. Yeah, he would, at that level he would.
3: There's a really, there's a really uh, I, I would go as far as to say a slightly snobby paragraph in, in Andrew Pirlo's book about Park Ji-sung when he said... As he oh, put I'm it, that, Sir yeah. Alex Ferguson, the purple-nosed manager of Manchester United, yeah. wow, had, you know, has got this wonderful reputation and legacy in the game, but he sullied it that night. Yeah,
4: he, he says something like, "He can do no wrong in my eyes." What? All the things that Alex Ferguson achieved, but for that 90 minutes, he let the game of football down. He put a man on to mark you because he put
3: Park Ji <laughs> Sung on Pirlo, and Pirlo hated having a man marker. Yeah. That is that's because pathetic. he couldn't conduct his
2: team. What Absolutely like,
3: perfect. Oh, I feel sorry for that. I mean, look, Pirlo is great. I think he's, he, he, he seems. Quite a, a, a very a, a very amusing bloke and obviously a great player and all. Actually. But there's one little thing there where he, he doesn't get the fact that some players are happy to restrict others from playing, and he yeah, just can't yeah, yeah. understand. And it's it. a
4: completely legitimate part of the game, of course. As well, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Pirlo knocks up in the uh, sports Humanities uh, <laughs> departmental <laughs> five-a-side tournament this oh, season, like He's going to be like,
3: ah, oh, <laughs> I thought I'd have an
4: easy ride this time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh dearie me! Uh, Arsenal beat Swansea, Jim. Yeah. Arsenal oh, we are we the same it. points
3: as Manchester <laughs> City. Did
2: it actually got got that win against Swansea, which is so uh, so important? Just and, about. Um... Yeah, Theo Walcott had an interesting day as well. He poached two goals. It's yeah. really nice to see him do that. And then he was unlucky to hit the post at the end. But they, he should have he should have scored when he hit the bar late on on the, if on the is, break. If he had scored, that Arsenal would have gone top. I think.
3: Yeah, uh, a right. goal difference. Oh, they would have gone equal on goal difference. So I don't know. Maybe if it would go against the amount of goals scored, I haven't quite checked that. I'd imagine mm. City would have more.
4: And what did they dish out for that in October again? I <laughs> <laughs> think it must be curious for Arsenal. <laughs> for, it must be curious for Arsenal fans because Walcott obviously made essentially a game-winning contribution. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a well, difference. Was, absolutely. The but match, still, though. really frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, a, that's a strange
2: one. But that's that's the two sides of Theo, isn't it? Like he, he, he does, you know, he does go on these scoring streaks sometimes, and hopefully he can keep this one up. And I just hope that that, that miss doesn't affect him at the end. He seemed um he seemed fairly positive and, and fairly you know measured in the post match interview. Uh, but he always does because I think actually he's already better than a lot of pundits on TV. Walcott, when you hear him speak, you, he's, you, so, he's so yeah, calm and so yeah. and so likable and knowledgeable, and you think actually maybe he'll just go into being a pundit. But <laughs> now, not now. now <laughs> <but> <laughs> Is it like 30. the ultimate, the ultimate <laughs>
4: genius? Yeah, well yeah, right. He's got a bit of genius genus about him. Well, mm. Now, as he's known, genius. Yeah, um, yeah. Bob um, Bradley. Bob Bradley is the manager with the biggest discrepancy between um, how much kind and generous time his teams give players <laughs> in the penalty <laughs> era, and how selfish and unkind he looks in the face.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he, does, he anyone's going to be unkind. Yeah.
4: He, he looks. He. Someone said he looks like a skull in a condom.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't it was. Yeah, he really, yeah. That's really good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, so, I, I, I genuinely can't remember who said that first. So I pause it, I've stolen that from
2: somewhere, but it yeah. was very apt. It's very funny. Um, Granite Jacker as well. That's that's an interesting afternoon. It's, oh still, it's still at the point where it's sort of funny. Um, it was harsh, that, though. It was harsh. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, the, the trouble was,
3: right, if, you, if you're going to do a deliberate foul and get a book in, like, yeah. foul him, At least
2: pretend it isn't deliberate. Yeah,
3: don't go in that much.
2: Yeah. I know? think, as well, he he was at fault for the for Swansea's first goal, Sigurdsson's goal, which was a fantastic strike. Expert 1st Sigurdsson. So, yeah, he couldn't and, help um, himself. The great <laughs> thing about that,
4: Shaka challenge, is that, uh, unless I've misunderstood the laws of the game, which is uh, eminently possible... Um, I think he must have written that up as a red card for it was so late it was unsportsmanlike behaviour. <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs> <There> was <laughs> it wasn't
4: excessive force. No, was there was
3: slight like echoes of that Rooney one. Rooney did that. Remember Old Trafford once. Yeah, he thought, but he ah, booted him though. Oh, it was. A, oh, that was a red card. But Rooney was like, oh yeah, I think I've seen like a couple of players in the Chilean national team do it. It's the sort of thing the foreigners do. It's a really good idea. I'll have a go. <laughs> no way. <That's> <laughs> even within committing a foul, there's an art to it. Yeah, it pulls
4: out a sledgehammer from his shorts <laughs> and kneecaps the guy, hobbles him. That's that's such a flippant. Like English English to do, yeah, to
3: exactly. Oh so we sometimes fouling can be good. Oh brilliant. Yeah. Oh Bang. we know how to do that.
4: Someone was saying to me once back in the day, <laughs> a number of years ago now, there was this this train of thought in our in the Argentinian League um, that there was some sort of correlation in statistics between the team who fouls the most yeah. and the teams who win the most. Have you ever heard about that? No. And so and I so, can imagine that's just a dirty and so, league. And so they just I guess they must have thought it psychologically you dominate the other team by yeah, you keep fouling yeah. them and the referee's not going to listen everyone else just do it. Yeah. I think they went through that a phase of doing that for years in in the Argentinian league. It might it might have been something Rupert's or something like that. Yeah. But I mean that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it?
3: Argent- Argent- Argentinian um, football and, and Argentinian players and the national team is, su- is such an intriguing country when it comes to football because yeah. you have some of the best players that have ever kicked a football come from that country. Yeah. Unbelievable talent. They churn them out year after year and yet they're such a dirty bunch. It's hard yeah. to think but of another Brazilian country. A little bit the like young that. talent
2: leaves really young now, though. Yeah. So that, that does... Um, that obviously to get them it. out of there. Yeah, yeah. to
4: protect them. <laughs> yeah, right. that's, that's why um, Wilson's book called Angels with Dirty Faces, exactly. right? it's exactly. hard to think and Brazil to an extent but that aside it's hard to think of another nation that, that produced players equally of that of that sort of side yeah. England, England yeah. certainly don't England yeah. produced neither <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one would be nice
3: yeah. um, West Brom drew one
4: all oh, with before the... you say oh, that okay, can I just yeah. m- mention for the record so it can be um, yes. no- noted down in Hansard that um, I particularly enjoyed Erzil's uh, finish
2: yeah. Oh yeah uh, sorry we great. should you're yeah you're right it was, to say. it was brilliant wasn't it it's like it's a nice sign of the times as an arsenal fan to see Meza Ozil smashing a goal past Lucas Fabianski yeah he enjoyed another that. Goal. that it was, was a right. lovely finish on his birthday good. as well yeah absolutely you don't there was a few birthdays in the program. you don't normally
3: um associate the ball being booted really hard with no, no. if it
2: well if he had no option but to score you know yeah so right that's, that's, that's probably lethal if, if you can right. trick him into it I think he was <laughs> aiming for the crossbar he was trying to give the crossbar yeah. an assist no he was <laughs> trying to do, yeah just rebound it out for someone else to have a tap it. Yeah. but um, unfortunately for us it went in that's right. and Alex Iwobi as well had a, had a, yeah, had a very good. good
3: display he, well, he was very so. good but Spurs dropped points they did away to West Brom although it was probably a point gained obviously it was a it was a, in a circle a center, last minute yeah. goal from, from Delhi Alley. Delhi Alli did miss a few chances but you know that that can happen because actually the goal he scored was was very well done, mm. considering that they were they were desperately looking for an equaliser. Mm. It's a lovely bit of craft from uh, from the young man, um, Chadley scoring against his old club. Yeah, standard. That was Just a proper boost as well into the roof of the net. It was. Yeah. A, it's very satisfying a roofed goal. What about I
4: think Poulis said about Chadley? Well,
3: I mean, we we mentioned this in, in the Glasgow Live show, but it's it's worth mentioning it again. He absolutely startling admission on uh, I think it was Radio Five Live on on Saturday how he got uh, Chadley to uh, sign for West Brom. He got him down to the club to have a look and he took him out, and in, in Pulis' words, he gave him a load of wine, took him back to the training ground and Chadley signed without knowing what he was doing. Yeah, I mean... That, that's well, that's surely... not going
4: to be good wine,
2: either. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah, Echo Falls or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, That's surely tongue-in-cheek, though. I'm sure we're oh, overplaying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I, can I just... Actually, hopefully can I just pull you up or
4: something there Jim I, I think Pooley's is more of a home home wine you think it makes his own I think wine might do, like yeah. fortified wine I think he might do yeah in the basement or something uh, I think that's a fair share yeah. actually Yeah, Mm, he's crushing the grapes between forearm and
3: bicep, rather than his feet.
2: (laughs) He would very much enjoy crushing them under his cap. (laughs) Still, just screaming. Sido, Sido, Sido doesn't even know why he's saying it anymore. Can't remember. Just in a fever,
4: putting the baseball cap
2: tighter and tighter, so the juice just drips down. (laughs) You've got loads of
4: grapes underneath it, crushing them within it.
3: Ben Foster had a great game in goal for West Brom I
4: haven't seen the game I have to, I have to concede I saw, the, I saw the goals
3: It was another great goal game performance obviously along with, with Stecklenburg I mean Stecklenburg rightly takes the, the headlines but Foster was, was really good in goal and frustrated Spurs for nearly all the game of course um, but uh, it, yeah it, Pulis loves it, doesn't he? He loves taking a point or three off of one of yeah, the, well, the big sides. Spurs are having a party well, at the moment. Actually, to be fair, bad
2: news, Tony's coming round.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, as I say that, it's like which manager doesn't love taking a point or three yeah. off a big side. So sorry, yeah. I've been done Pulis a, a disservice there. But it, it was a good point, and it's a shame for Spurs, obviously, because they've they've just beaten um, not that long ago Manchester
2: City, and they're mm. in the hunt. But they're still in the hunt. As well. But the yeah. thing is, with, with Spurs, it's, it's not like it was a bad performance from them, is it? They no. really they they, they had a, they made a lot of chances. They were yeah. very energetic. They do what they always do. Just the nature of it is. Some games are going to go that way. Well,
4: as you said at the start of this, this little bit, you know, they didn't know when they were beaten and that they, you know, it turned Mm -hmm. out to be a good point gained because it could have been a defeat, very easily been a defeat considering Mm -hmm. so, so late on and they don't know when they're beaten, and, and, you know, it's a good thing, it's a good sign, especially after, <clears throat> as you also rightly said, that performance of the season against City. Yeah, right. Speaking of the performances of the season, wow. surely. Mm. Uh, a,
3: a whole City were on the end of one from, uh, from oh, Bournemouth.
4: Oh, big Mike Feeling. How's your first game in charge as permanent manager working out for you? Well,
3: you know how he, he um, before, was always quite relaxed about it, and went, yeah, you know, we give it our best shot, and all the rest of it, like, like Mike, you're the per-
2: permanent manager. Yeah, no, you can't yeah. get away with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: You can't just take a step or two into the background whenever you feel like it now. <laughs>
2: conceded 17 goals in 4 games yeah I know.
4: in 4 Premier League games I think they only conceded two, I think right. they only lost 2 then against someone else in the cup which All is right. still quite bad 19-5 okay. in yeah <laughs> <laughs> there we <are. laughs> it better it <laughs> the Bournemouth fans were chanting easy easy oh, easy nice. which I think might be my favourite chant in football do you want to my favourite observation from this game go on is that the commentator on match of the day the way he was saying vitality stadium it sounded like he was saying fatality stadium they given that there was 6-1 up it sounded quite quite apt, do you know what I mean? Yeah, right,
3: yeah. It was, it was, it was a great win for Bournemouth. They're up to uh, 11th. They're on 11 points, you know, which is... Uh not too bad from 8 games, 1-3. The
4: problem with Eddie Howe is he's got to maintain... Sorry, that I said
3: uh, from, from 8 games, not 11 games. So,
4: yeah, the problem with Eddie Howe is he's got to maintain that perfect equilibrium mm. between obviously not getting relegated but yeah. not doing too good a job that he might get the England job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it'll get to the point where it's not a choice. No. You just get, you just get, you just get, you just get given it. You get
4: that's what i But it's going to get to the, point, it gets to the stage you know, where someone like Eddie Howe is going to be given the job, the, the cab's going to drive him to the FA, going to leave the meter running... He's going to go in, agree to the job. Before he can do anything, he's going to be fired for some reason, yep. or going to resign. Get back in the cab, straight to the municipal tip. Yeah, <laughs> never work again.
2: Yeah,
4: that's what you got. That's what you got in store for you, Eddie. Yeah. He's do that's, too that's good a job at Bournemouth. Happen. So stop winning six-one. Right. Limit it to about two or three-one. Yeah. then no one's going to be. You're not going to be on anyone's radar that yeah, way. Must draws, say, you know,
2: What he has done is, uh, he's, he, he's shown you can wear a Gelo with style. He's, he's, he's wearing it he's, well, he's, isn't he?
4: He's the closest I've seen to actually pulling it off. Mm. You reckon because he's got quite an easy manner about him and quite a sort of yeah. fresh face not also. sure yeah. what you want if you're winning you can exactly no one questions you do they <laughs> I love that. you just shook your head no. there.
3: because um, people knew that you disagreed something
4: else I noticed is that Hull City are sponsored by Sport Pacer which I did some research into and they're a Kenyan based
2: gaming company Ooh. well they were actually Flamingoland last season weren't they Hull
4: oh yeah they were mm. let's not get into that again without Pete <laughs> I can say well I want that Peter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: there's yeah. Flamingo Lands everywhere there's
4: no such thing
3: there's so many Flamingo lands in Britain <laughs> that foreign people from abroad actually call
2: Britain Flamingo land. They're actually in really? one now. There's flamingos all around the place. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Flamingland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Steve Cook and his Redemption? Yeah, that's two hundredth appearance. Go was, on. Oh, it's great. He scored. He, scored, he scored an own goal, didn't he? A yeah. very unfortunate own goal, and then just sort of held his head in his hands. But he gave no, the ball
4: away cheaply in the first he, instance he as well. Yeah. It was like a double effort.
2: Yeah, so it was. It was really unfortunate. It was really frustrated. But um, well, he scored, didn't he? He got, he he got did. them. Did he? Did he equalise or did he? Get, did he put them in front? Two one. I think. Stanislav is having a good season for. He is, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a player that's been kicking about for a bit. Who you know look, looked very much like a sort of functional um, player. who's going to have a good career, but he's really sort of starting to, mm. to you know make some waves now. His penalty
4: was nice. I think what happened. Jim was um, Bournemouth went one up then Mason equalised then mm. Cook because of that error and then Cook scored uh, Cook, it was almost like he went hang on a minute I don't think Huller defended it I'm getting myself <laughs> oh, right God amongst yeah. it
2: yeah. and uh, scored a nice header in that kit they're 1-0 down immediately aren't they yeah they are it's dreadful yeah. Yeah, dreadful yeah, appearance yeah. dreadful
3: at the time of recording Liverpool have not played Manchester United although I did enjoy Andy Cole's comments about Liverpool this season I think an attack they're sexy oh nice Andrew
4: that. Cole you mean Andrew,
3: Andrew Cole, Cole. Yeah. that is what I do like <laughs>
2: Outstanding. I do like them sexies. It always
4: reminds me of that famous football uh, fantasy football sketch of Andy Cole when he's been interviewed with someone else, like another player, I forget who it is. Yeah. Might might even be Dwight York or something. And um when they ask Probably. Andy Cole these questions, once he's finished answering the question, he just t- and they say, I'll oh, no- notice this Andy Cole, someone's turned him off. Oh yeah. And he just he's just stood there like that completely vacant until they ask him again. He comes to life again. Yeah. Wow. Very odd. Well,
3: defensively, Cole isn't too sure about uh, Liverpool. He said, I look at the other side of them and see the other side. It is a bit Newcastle when I was there with Kevin Keegan. Nice to get a we are. Defensively, they're absolute
2: monters. Yeah. <laughs> nice nice yeah. that, in, in, a, in a quote,
4: the words sexy and Keegan were in there. It's mm. always nice to see. But Sky Sports have been uh, traying this game tonight, obviously, cause we're recording on a Monday. All day as Red Monday. Red Monday. Hashtag Red Monday. They're not. Got,
2: they're not. Got both going to wear red, are they? It's
3: impossible. Corbyn's loving it. He thinks he's. Uh, <laughs> he thinks he's got the endorsement of Sky Sports.
4: He, do you reckon he's flick that on and thought, hang on a minute. Yeah, this will turn up all right. I'll M- go down there. changed his tune. Or he sat on a train, full of empty seats. Oh
3: dear. We're going to go to the Championship after this.
2: Hi, I'm Limboi Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Primus and you're listening to the Football Ramble.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight
4: loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: Welcome back, everybody. We're still here. Uh, don't forget the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365 out on Friday. We shall see if our bet comes in because we beat, uh, we bet on Liverpool beating Manchester
4: United. Yeah, I, think I mean, you guys did that in my absence, of course, but I think mm. it's a nice, solid one.
3: It's a nice, solid one. I do one. think
4: Liverpool will get a result tonight. Same.
3: Oh, we shall have to wait oh, yeah. and see uh, let's, go to, let's go to the championship oh sorry Luke were you no I wasn't
4: going to say anything at all of interest <laughs> <laughs>
3: alright um, well we've come this far uh, Aston Villa won Wolves won Big Bruce is in the hot seat
4: oh yeah then <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bruce talks about being slagged off by uh, Villa fans for years, obviously due to his Birmingham City connection. But he doesn't hold a grudge, and they used to call him Mr Potato Head. Yeah. Which he also said, I took as a compliment. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd misunderstanding it's, compliments. He doesn't really look like a
2: Mr Potato Head, does he? No, it? he doesn't. Not a... Not not a good dig. Should we do a should we do
4: a Pete line by proxy? Because when Pete heard this, he did say quite a funny line, which is: "Imagine if you've got interchangeable facial features and you chose the one Steve Bruce has got." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what Mr Potato Head actually is. Yeah. Essentially, what they're trying to say is he looks like a potato, which yeah. isn't what Mr Potato Head is. Mr Potato Head is a kid's character, yeah, yes. much
2: like Pete. Actually, the face is a blank canvas. It is.
4: Yeah, quite. I wouldn't be surprised if Pete's were interchangeable as well. Actually. <laughs> Um, Darby beat Leeds one anyway day. that's that game covered yeah exactly yeah.
3: <laughs> Steve is back yep big Steve McLaren back with a win
4: I mean, I mean it, it, it's from the sublime to the ridiculous. Nigel <laughs> Pearson goes out one door and in comes... Because they're essentially revolving doors on football, football league clubs mm. particularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nigel Pearson walks out one morning, Steve <laughs> McLaren comes in. The, the players must not know what to think. I think
2: know. McLaren is like... You know you get those fish that swim really close to sharks so that the sharks can't remora. see Remora, it's a remora. Right, yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe maybe McLaren's like that for Pearson. <laughs> he just wants to be like basically the furthest place away oh, from him he can, Nigel, he can just be. just give me this a This is scrap. the last place he's been sacked from. Just
3: give me
4: your scraps.
3: <laughs> <laughs> give me your bloody scraps. But that, that is the point though, isn't it? That it's such a change. Like this is why a club like Southampton are doing pretty well because they get a certain type of manager in who the, obviously the way the club is with sporting directors and all that
4: kind of stuff. It's almost like they're running the club as a thoughtful, <laughs> uh, joined-up business. Yeah. And I, for one, dislike it. I know you do.
3: <laughs> but most clubs don't run it like that. No. You go from Pearson to, to McLaren and like you say, like the players are just going, hang on. One minute we were imprisoned, the next minute we've got the keys to the Ferrari. But the
4: guy running things at Derby County <laughs> is one, apparently one of the masterminds behind um, Candy Crush, which right. is run by a company called King, who've made one of the most meteoric amounts of money... Like they made billions it, it, almost not overnight, but very, very quickly. And he uh-huh. sold his stake or whatever and went away with hundreds of millions of pounds. And all of a sudden, football just is not the, the, the lobotomy of society. <laughs> just makes, start, you start making ridiculous decisions almost straight away. Hiring yeah. Nigel Pierce for about three months in itself is a ridiculous thing to do. And then, right, well, McLaren
2: back, even though yeah. we fired him before for being well, terrible. I guess that does go to show, though, that, that it isn't a normal business and sort of, mm. you know. But the thing righteous. is actually
4: thinking about having said that McLaren wasn't terrible at Derby he did okay he, did, yeah. he, he came very close to getting promoted twice He arrived with a lot of expectation didn't he that was the problem But wasn't it? Wasn't he in charge of well, Derby was, when they lost out on the playoff final to Redknapp's yes. um, QPR They the should have won minutes. they should have yeah. won that yeah. day So he was unlucky And yeah. then the
3: next season I think forgive me if this is wrong but I think it was the next season they just missed out on the playoffs so and I think the, that was like the last sort of straw for that particular thing
4: So Shekshi Steve has got a little <laughs> bit of the Jekyll and Hyde about his management career because if you think of things he's done at places like Twente yeah. did very well yep. went to Wolfsburg didn't work out for him
3: Middlesbrough did okay Middlesbrough did, yeah, he did well he got yeah. to the
4: UEFA Cup final with Middlesbrough yeah. of course did well at Derby but did poorly at Newcastle so you know it's terrible at Forest never, think, yeah, yeah did really badly at Forest you never, England you never, <laughs> I yeah. haven't even mentioned them <laughs> yeah. um, so you never really know what you're going to get with him Yeah. so maybe it's unfair to say that he's terrible because well, he wasn't I, terrible I think
3: it. he was doing good work at Derby but I think that obviously they were so close to going up yeah. that first season and then to miss out on the playoffs the next season. it
4: have been hard to lift them again. Yeah,
3: because I think maybe they'd spent a few quid. Mm. And that is the modern game, whereas years ago, they'd have thought, oh, this guy will get us promoted the next few years. Yeah. Clubs don't want the next few years. They want it now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's obviously uh, what they've done. Speaking of the here and now, Neil Warnock's off uh, to
4: a winning start at Cardiff City speaking of the if, old hat if he won't a lot of stick and not you know on this show included and you know fine he is a little bit of a, a bit of a what's his name but <laughs> if he no, gets out to get out of the league if he gets Cardiff promoted yeah that will be his eighth career promotion that Which is, is impressive. impressive
2: that is amazing it,
4: impressive but he is a part
2: of
3: that classic group of english managers who have you know pretty decent record in the championship getting sides up to the premier league and when they get to the premier league they are exposed
2: yeah well, there were stories at, at QPR of, of how, you know, um, I forget which player it was, but there was someone who did an interview just talking about how he did, there were times where you, they'd look over at the dugout and he just, just didn't have a plan for when they mm. were getting battered. And- i I'll
4: always have a certain amount of affection in my, in my, um, in my mind for, for Neil Warnock because once on the radio, uh, and I've got no particular beef with John Cross, the guy who writes for The Mirror anyway, mm-hmm. but it was very funny. John Cross was trying to, um, he was saying something about Neil Warnock and Neil Warnock was on the phone and Warnock did the most amazing sort of, absolutely brilliant, like, uh, yeah. patronising of, of John Cross. He just kept going, yeah, but the thing about John, our ah, John, he loves, <laughs> he loves Arsenal, does our ah, John. And then when he talks about Arsenal, he talks very, very well. We like listening to him talk about Arsenal because he loves Arsenal, our yeah, ah, John. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to other stuff, <laughs> other other parts of football. Yeah. It, was, it was so it's funny. He's got such
2: a funny manner, Warnock, isn't he? I I, it, I d-
4: it was a really patronising but at the same time, quite good natured yeah. big swinging of the dick around saying, Listen, <laughs> I've worked in the game for 40 years, pal. You yeah. leave me out of it.
2: If Warnock was
3: in the 70s, he'd probably have a league title to his name. Yeah, do you know would, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. In he is of yesteryear, and I do quite like that but about I, him. I
4: just love the way he kept calling him Archie on.
3: I told you, yeah, that's class. <laughs> I told you. didn't
4: <laughs> I met him once
3: in a, in, a, in a previous job, and he was managing Palace at the time, and he said, Who do you support? And I thought, I, I thought to myself, oh, he will, he will love it if I say Palace, and we'll have a little chat. So I just went, oh, yeah, you know, I, I sometimes go and watch Palace and all this other sort of stuff, which is which is a lie. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you lied to Neil Warnock, yeah. And he went, uh, and he went because uh, he just took took over at Palace, and uh, the the club wasn't in a particularly good state. And it was brilliant because it just fed into it, to all that kind of stuff. And he took over, and I said, Oh, yeah, I sometimes going to watch Palace play. And he went, Oh, well, have a bit of faith, son. Was, yeah. Straight on. We're trying to sort it out. When I got in there, it was an absolute disgrace, but we're sorting it out now. You go in Saturday, are you? <laughs> he was all like this. But I reckon that if I had an opinion on, like a proper opinion on stuff like that, he probably would have listened. Yeah. On match of the, or, or whatever league they were in, you know, the Football League show, whatever yeah. it would have been at yeah. the time, he'd have been like, Well, I've talking to this lad the other day, and he said I should have put him on the wing. So actually, I gave it a go. It was all right.
4: Listen, lads. We're, we're playing through it. Back today, <laughs> I spoke to a little chap, Our Marcus, our Marcus, he's here today.
3: He's here I don't to want be, to
2: disappoint him. Yeah, he loves Palace as our Marcus. <laughs> you know, love, he's never been. I love the way that he speaks, though. He sounds like a teacher who's giving whoever he's speaking to a detention, but he doesn't want to. Yeah. You know, he's just like yeah, I've, I've got to do this. I've got yeah. to do this, son. You know, but, you know, you've acted up. You're not a bad lad. I know you're not. A yeah, bad, he does lad. But, that a oh, you'd, w- yeah. you'd want him as a head teacher, but you know, yeah. there,
4: there, when he was managing further down the leagues, it might have been. Um, <clears throat> it was a club like Rotherham. Someone like that, and they did a they did a um, uh, sort of behind fly on the wall type documentary mm. um, of one. It was years ago, and he was swearing like a trooper oh, and shouting and screaming mm. about some first half performance um that they oh, he, he can, had so he, he can flick a switch oh, oh yeah. yeah you would imagine yeah, yeah. but as but, long as you don't flick the switch well no quite well, one of the things that was um that's why you said you supported palace presumably that's right, yeah. on the wrong side of it <laughs> um one of the th- highlights of the championship this weekend was ross wallace taking the tactics from, oh, the, yeah. from yeah. the other player yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the uh, huddersfield game it's a
3: good win I sure it's, it wins, it's really like a really good
4: win because huddersfield started so well
3: yeah mm. we were we were in leeds the other night and there would have been i'd imagine there would have been wednesday fans there was a few huddersfield fans there and uh, they would have been unhappy, Jim, losing a Derby match. Um, and Newcastle beat Brentford as well. Pete was there to witness that. But not Pete, here Pete, today
4: to tell us about he's it.
3: He's not, but he did say it was just a lovely old time. Yeah. And he said,
4: what did he say? He said... Oh, I, I really found a football dad. He said that, didn't he? Oh, did he? So he was sat next to an old guy who became his football dad for the day.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so whatever that entails, I have no idea. Um, yeah, Pete evidently needs a dad yeah. in any activity that, yeah. he's, that he's doing. But I must say, I'm genuinely very happy for Pete and all Newcastle fans that they can actually enjoy their team again. Hmm. I know it must they're, be maddening to have been been yeah. you know relegated, but they're playing some good stuff. They're, there's some coherence there. They yeah. they're a big fish in a small pot. Well, a smaller pond. All, the, oh, all yeah. they needed to do is get relegated to enjoy it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if don't, so if, you know, if they don't get promoted this season, maybe do bomb out of the championship next season. Yeah. That's what I mean, yeah, it's all right down there. imagine in League One. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone having a lovely time. Yeah.
4: It, tell you what, if they got relegated again, they'd still probably manage to beat Portsmouth with a last-minute goal, I what <laughs> Well,
3: you think Portsmouth are going to go up?
4: I was thinking they got relegated again. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. No, I did not think Portsmouth were going to go up. Oh, okay, I, yeah. and, you, and I think you know that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I fancy them to go up, but well, I don't think Newcastle are going to go down the Pompey Highway just well, yet.
4: No, well, hope not. Um... <laughs> League 2 Speaking of League 2 Portsmouth are The only reason I bring this up You know I don't always Bring up Portsmouth Not it's, always It's textbook though You guys will love it So Portsmouth went away To Plymouth at the weekend Yes um, Big the, game the t- Well they're the top of the league And there's obviously The Dockyard Derby as well Obviously um, Even though they're about 300 miles apart but, but, um, <laughs> they, they, they knocked Portsmouth out In the semi-finder playoffs Last season yeah. Portsmouth were terrible so Portsmouth went away to Plymouth. Uh, it, was, it was one or half time. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the 86th minute, Danny Rose, not that one, scored a great goal off the crossbar um, uh, and it bounced over a line came out again. Yeah. And they weren't sure whether it was going to be given or not. Uh, the referee gave it. They obviously don't have, um, they don't have uh, yeah, yeah. Hawkeye, but the referee gave it. The fans, the away fans were absolutely spare, mental, jumped out of the away yeah, and were danced around, obviously thought they had a winner. Pompidou the minute, win. 2-1, yeah. 89th minute, Plymouth equalised. So yeah, that's right, one, that's yeah. right. Well, we've- <laughs> there hasn't been a team, uh-huh. and I challenge any listener listen to this show today to find me a team in the English Football League or, or the Premier League who have conceded more goals in the last 15 minutes of games than Portsmouth going back to the start of last season. You will not find a team. Oh, I love it.
3: What I love about that is that... You would have rather drawn one all than had the, yeah. the carrot of three points dangling. It was a lovely
4: goal, and Danny Rose won't agree because he scored a beauty, yeah. and it was an absolute. It was a really, really great goal. But arguably the best goal of the season. It's for, a shame for Portsmouth, but but yeah, pegged back as per a great show. It's almost like what you were talking earlier about the self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, but yeah. they know it's going to happen. Yeah, so they, they, so they, they make it. They happen. somehow conspire to make it happen. Well, yeah. well, what
3: they should do then is is, is bring on two defenders. In the yeah. last 15 minutes, and think, well, we know. Then they'd e- score
4: an own goal, e- wouldn't they? Even, <laughs> e- yeah,
3: even though we're 3 0 down, we don't want to concede that fourth.
4: Mm. <laughs> well, right, you lost well, 3 0. All the, um, all the goals scored in the first 75 minutes. Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. Did it ever occur to you that the other team didn't need to score in the last 15? <laughs> went easier than you. Uh, speaking of 3 0s, we go to League One. Charlton beat Coventry 3 0. Pigs were on the pitch at the Valley. That was the big story there. Both sets of fans were protesting about poor leadership of their clubs. So threw little plastic pigs onto the pitch. What mm. I like
4: about that is it was a co-organised event between Coventry, who've also been treated very harshly, yes. and Charlton. Coming together. Um, and it's good that they're still doing it, Charlton fans, because when I was there, final day of last season, they were doing it and they wanted to make their voices heard. They're mm. getting really good at infinitely. it. <laughs> yeah.
3: But there's all sorts of things that have ended up on pitches at Charlton. They did, uh, I want to say, well, no,
4: Bruce Dortmund was tennis balls. Um, I, when I was there, it was um, there was a big net up. Oh, uh, uh, beach
3: balls. There yeah. you go. But they, they, but they
4: put a net up when I was there to stop that happening. So the they were throwing oh, things so so that were small, small enough to get through the net. And flares.
3: Okay. I love that. They think, right, okay, we're going to take the net away. It's been long enough. As soon as the net's down, <laughs> out come <laughs> the pigs.
4: <laughs> you know, sometimes you have that final day of the season sort of like... Uh, fancy dress Carnival party. thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that was happening in that game because that game I saw last season, it was Charlton-Burnley. Burnley were going to win the game easily and they did do that and they ended up mm. um, obviously being promoted. I think that was the day they won the league. Was that right? Yeah, I think, I think it was. And... Um, But at one point, there were so many flares being thrown on the pitch, and because Burnley were attacking down the other end, the guys, the security people were just coming on, putting them out while the game was carrying on. Oh, my God. So they they weren't even stopping the game after a while. Yeah. Because I guess they probably thought, we're not going to get out of it. until about eight o'clock otherwise.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I just. It's like like with the whole Blackpool thing. You know, what do these owners like? The mindset of those people, I just. Wasn't Blackpool tennis balls as well? I think it might have been. They did tangerines. Did they? Okay. Okay, As well. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but there's so many protests going on like... And, and, and things aren't getting better. It's not like the club are challenging for promotion or anything like that. The, the owners of these clubs... The, well, Charter are doing a bit
4: better this season. Yeah, well, I mean, they're 15th. Yeah, but I mean, the last season they were absolutely appalling.
3: Yeah, Yeah, sure, but... Like,
4: know when your time's done. Yeah, yeah. So, I,
3: don't, I, don't know I know it's not the easiest thing in the world to just suddenly, you know, sell a football club or whatever, but these, these guys, for some reason, are almost... They have to be revelling in it, or they think, well, no, we're going to turn it around. But they're but showing no signs of turning well, it around.
2: It's not even showing no signs of turning it around. It's showing disdain for the fans and the mm. protests, isn't it? Which, which you know, both both those things. But how much had. can
4: you enjoy being hated? Well, it's, listen, it's the Pompey Highway. It's been the, Bla- <laughs> it's been the Blackpool Boulevard. It might be the Charlton... Uh, I don't know. Canyon. Ch- Ch- <laughs> could well be. Could well, could well be. Could well be next.
2: I uh, hope not, though, hope not.
3: Yeah. Um, let's go to La Liga. Now, some people suggest that La Liga isn't as competitive across the league as others. Um, well, Barcelona won 4-0, Real Madrid won 6-1 away from home, and Atleti won 7-1. Yeah. It's uh, just... <laughs> There you Again, go. Again, standard. That's right. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? Griezmann actually didn't score in the 7-1 win for Atleti. He did play for for about an hour, I think. Um, Frank Ribéry had some some interesting views on... Oh, on I like
4: that. it when Frank pipes up. Yeah. I mean, it's not, been a while, actually, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
3: It's not so much... I mean, it was a little bit on Griezmann, but it was a more of a, a general point, saying that players like Griezmann can't be considered world-class after one good season. And he is right. I, I do... Agree with that largely, although Griezmann's been good for more than one season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but Ribery then goes on to mention that he himself has been at, at the top of his game for the past ten years. So it's presumably, presumably not really about Griezmann, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did say, "Well, I was injured for about nine months or whatever." But yeah, presumably he can be considered world class. Which, to be fair, Ribery has been a wonderful yeah. player yeah. He has actually quite underrated. I've got no problem.
4: I've got no problem with anything he said there. I just don't know why he's saying it. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: I, he was. I think he was asked about Griezmann. Being you know world class and all that kind of stuff, mm. and managed to turn it back round to himself
4: as all good uh, football players should yeah. do. Yeah, he's,
3: he's won it
2: back. That's what Latan would do. Yeah, yeah. Griezmann at
3: yeah. Champions League final last season. You yeah. know, top scorer at the Euros. Mm. Nah, nah. He's, he's won, Let's talk about Frank for a bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's one possession of the credit. Can I also? could I also
4: just say international teammates. <laughs> of course, yeah. Getting on well. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. dear. It's unlike, it's unlike the uh, French national team, that isn't yeah. It? What to fall apart? <laughs> yeah, fall yeah right. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm as an Englishman, I've got a lot of room to talk about that sort. of
3: Maybe maybe England need to do that, because France, they
4: got to the final. Imagine that. It's it's a fair point, actually, and it's (coughs) worth mentioning. When was the last time you saw or heard of a bunch of England players actually having a row?
3: Boy, they don't care about it mate the no only, passion the only,
4: well no it's true though but the, <laughs> only, the only time I can remember thinking about hearing something about that was when the Man United and Liverpool players had a faction back in the yeah. late Yeah, they don't, they
3: don't fight they just go into different rooms yeah I know like different it's computer pathetic. games Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is uh, Sevilla won 3-2 away from home the reason why I mention that is Sam Inazri scored so it's good to know he's having a nice time Jim I yeah. don't
4: think Guardiola cares
3: no <laughs> neither do I <laughs> I, don't think,
4: I don't think Guardiola even raised so much as an eyebrow when seeing the score
3: alright hmm. Ancelotti no. raised an eyebrow it was nothing to do with that yeah he was asked about that recently, and he said, yeah, I had a look at it, and even I think it's a bit strange, but it's just something that happens.
4: Well, as a fellow eyebrow mover yourself, you must empathize. Yeah, I that. have
3: full control over that eyebrow, yeah. though, whereas Ancelotti doesn't, but I think I quite like that. The rogue
2: eyebrow. But
4: I think if you if you, if you you sail too close to the eyebrow wind, <laughs> you might end up like Ancelotti, <laughs> and yeah. it might just be permanently arched.
2: Um, no, well, I are you I, suggesting if the wind changes, his, yeah. his eyebrow will, yeah, uh, will marketed, yeah. develop a mind of his own? Could it's see it It's an interesting theory. It's good for Brown Ramble indeed it is. Should we have some highlights of the week, Luke?
4: Yes, why not? Do you want to do your highlight first, Marcus?
2: My highlight
3: was uh, Maro Icardi. For, yeah, for, this, oh, was this is weird. It was this. just absolutely outstanding because he has fallen out spectacularly with uh, the interfaith. Well, now, Icardi, he scored a few goals for the club, for crying out loud. But he, to do with
4: him chucking a shirt in, isn't it? Well, he, he was. I think he
2: uh, right, had a an autobiography yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: recently. And in that, he, t- he spoke about some of the ultras have given him a bit of jip. And uh, he went over to them and they were, yeah, as I say, they were giving him a bit of stick. And he took his shirt off and gave it to a young lad in the crowd. And one of the, the head ultras ran over, took the shirt off the young lad and threw it back at him. Yeah.
4: Good bloke. Has to Definitely be. a yeah. good bloke. <laughs> Literally stealing things from children yeah. to yeah. make a point. Yeah, but yeah.
2: The, but the but the, which had made the child very happy in a, in yeah. a sea of really horrible... Yeah. Um, yeah. But the guy I'm then sure. said that
3: Icardi was using the child as yeah. a uh, you know to 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 boost his status or yeah. basically hide behind the sort of the child in in, yeah. in a sense and yeah. uh, I- Icardi obviously disagreed with that and stood up yeah. to this ultra. But of course, if you stand up to one of the ultras in Italy, it, you know it's just a
2: different kettle yeah, of Yeah, the report yeah.
4: I read was the saying that they were worried that I think they were worried that the, the ultra in question was going to go around to Icardi's house. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just
2: crazy out there yeah. with yeah, all that kind of stuff. They also the ultras themselves claim that this never happened. Oh, okay. Right. Know, that, that Icardi's well, that just making well, it up. That might have annoyed So yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, okay. Icardi, he's only twenty three. Icardi. Yeah. He seems to. He just seems to attract so much trouble, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he will probably. He will probably need
3: a move now because that. You know, honestly, well, they... to the that is just seeped into the culture of of clubs. Probably most clubs out in Italy. I know in other countries it's the same. If you fall out with those ultras, they, they will just never forgive you. They will be on your case. He missed a penalty in a two one defeat for Inter, and they celebrated him missing a penalty. Yeah, I well, mean that's okay, that's, right. that's untenable, surely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't get out of the Emirates, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> they, mean they barely celebrate a penalty, they're well, right. they wouldn't oh, sign them. No.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> lol, lol, lol. Uh, right, right, here right we go. Let's, let's,
4: um, let's listen to some listeners' highlights. Mm. Damien Allmark, hello to you, D- to you, Damien. He says Diego Maradona trying his level best to start a fight with Juan Sebastian Varon during a friendly match organised by the Pope for the benefit of world peace.
2: Yes. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> Didn't man. he also take a dig at Rafa Benitez for yeah. absolutely no reason? Completely uncontextual. Yeah. Mar-
4: Maradona was, was then trying to, to suggest
3: that he would be like a warrior for the Pope or something. So it's yeah. not
4: what the Pope's after. He, don't want, he, hasn't he after doesn't ask for it. Yeah,
2: he doesn't yeah. need a bodyguard. Well, yeah. he does, um, but not the, the kind you mean.
4: Here's one for you, Jim, from Dave McDonald. He mm. says, My <laughs> highlight has to be Jim having one last dig at not awarding me a ramble mug a few weeks ago by writing in the inside of my book this weekend, sorry for mugging you out of a mug and killing your ancestors. Well, um, <laughs> He finishes by calling you a little Campbell slug.
2: No, he, oh, he, very good. He could do that all he likes. This yeah. is because the K- Campbell clan and the mcdonald clan we've had beef and as i've said before if we were in charge of the beef it would be of a finer quality than theirs so, um, it's very much consigned <laughs> if you want a mug you can just buy
3: one jim this is very much consigned to the past <laughs> though this clan feud though what would you well, say i've never
4: heard of, bringing of a more it back. i've never heard of a more unconvincing way of trying to get someone to buy a mug <laughs> <laughs> you are not having one if you want one just buy one yeah.
2: <laughs> buy a mug I, sit inside it have yourself a mug mug yeah, <laughs> yeah. A mu- a muggy, Sorry, Dave. A muggy little bath. Go on, Matt
4: Tilby says Tim Cahill, Pete's favourite corner oh, flag punching Australian, goodness. scoring on debut yeah. for Melbourne City yeah. at the age of 36. In the Melbourne Derby as well, no less, and with a half volley from 40 yards. Let
3: me tell you something. That is a, is a strong candidate already for goals. It's a season. fantastic goal. It is an
4: absolute beauty. It's quite opportunistic. Oh, a, mate, come on. A, bit of a swinger.
3: No, I'm not having that. That was, good that was the craft on that because the way he hit it, it was so hard to hit.
4: It's a nice little fact this because t- Matt also just f- finishes up by saying that was Tim Cahill's first goal in an Australian domestic competition at the age of 36. Nice. Wow. As an Australian, quite interesting. That's cool. Um, and I'll end with this one because um, it's a good one. Neil Grant, he says, as a York City fan, mm. my highlight, <laughs> I suppose it's not really his highlight, but he wants to mention it, I suppose, has to be the saga of Jackie McNamara. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you guys haven't seen this, I've I'll seen read it, you the yeah. story. He joined last season when the club were third bottom of the Football League. We then finished dead last. He's then taken us to sixth bottom of the conference. <laughs> the last draw seemed to be losing to... Guesley or Guiseley, sorry, six one, who had not won a game all season. He decided that he would resign if they failed to get a result at Braintree, but supposedly a 1-1 draw turned out to be a result, in quotes. <laughs> so he thought about it and had a chat with the chairman. Finally, he resigned, but would only leave once a new manager was appointed, so he became a caretaker manager. Now we've appointed Gary Mills. That's the end of McNamara, you would think, but he has now just been appointed chief fucking executive. <laughs> Good luck in the madhouse, Mr. Mills. Oh man. So basically, Gary Mills, who's been drafted in, is now working for the guy who was so bad that yeah. 20, 30 places below they were beforehand
3: well it's quite funny actually because there was, there was people at both live shows on the weekend Leeds of course which you know York isn't, isn't far and uh, he's an ex-Celtic man yeah. so when we were up to uh, Glasgow they, they were talking about that there as
4: well so. Well, I, I had a guy who came up to me in the, after the live show in Glasgow and told me a great story about watching Rangers while sat behind Robert Carlyle the actor, he, yeah. who went into full on Begbie mode when someone was slagging off a player I did ask him to email this in right, I, can't remember, well, I can't remember his name and I can't remember the story yeah. so I, I, this, is, this is a call to arms damn right yeah because yeah was a good story. Get, get in touch and, and mm. we'll, we'll read it out.
3: Yeah. Uh, any highlights, Jim? Probably Arsenal. Yeah, well, that which was, was lovely. Just, <laughs> just, 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 yeah, just
2: <laughs> beating that curse was, was, was bloody lovely. Yeah, I- I- indeed. Um, uh, any more for any more? Oh, sorry, I was having a drink of water. No, I've got that.
4: That's nothing. all right. Obviously, yeah. audible.co.uk forward slash football. Mm.
2: Ramble. Oh, well, yeah,
4: of course, we should obviously point out that this Thursday our book is out and available um, from uh, Amazon, uh, the, the Football Ramble, all these yeah. usual places. Yeah, Waterstones. But, yeah, Waterstones. But you should also um, do take advantage of the audible.co.uk forward slash Football Ramble offer yes. where you can download the audiobook completely free of charge mm-hmm. um, uh, from Thursday. Well, you can order it now and it'll be delivered into your iTunes on mm. Thursday, I suppose. But yeah, Thursday's when it comes out. And it's available widely from this Thursday, the 20th of October but um, thank you everyone who comes to the live shows and who's mm. bought a book and who's enjoying it and mm-hmm. we've, we've, um, we've had a lot of emails about that honestly
3: the, the, the live shows were brilliant thank so you know to all those done. who came to Leeds and Glasgow and it, it really was fantastic
4: and we've got some more coming up so if you want to come to see us in Cardiff you can do so if you want to go to see us in Bristol you can't because it's sold out but Brighton and London are also still available so do go to thefootballramble.com and hoover up a ticket there
3: of them up yeah mm. but yeah honestly thank you so much it really was uh, great to spend a little bit of time with you and we hopefully will see more of you at the live shows as Luke has just said uh, say goodbye Jim goodbye
4: say goodbye Luke goodbye was goodbye from me